Welcome, Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, the show for profitable insights and tips with business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who use their nonfiction book to create the ultimate competitive advantage and grow their business. Grow their business. Grow their business. Here's your host, Amazon best-selling author and book publishing coach, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome to another profitable episode of the Author Factor Podcast. I'm Mike Capuzzi, and I want to thank you for joining us. My guest today is Walter Crosby. Walter is the founder of Helix Sales Development, where he helps entrepreneurs and CEOs scale their business by leveraging a sales framework that is managed like their other departments and creating a high-performance sales culture. He is the host of the Sales and Cigars podcast, and in 2022, I worked with Walter to publish his first short, helpful book, The Seven Critical Mistakes CEOs Make with Their Sales Organization That Stops the Company from Scaling. Walter, welcome to the Author Factor Podcast. Mike, I appreciate the opportunity. I've been looking forward to this. And listen, I appreciate the opportunity. You had me, oh, geez, almost a year ago on yeah. the Sales and Cigars Podcast, which I loved. As soon as I saw it, I applied to be on it. And uh, it was a great, you know, we had a great conversation. We started working together. You sent me the most awesome gift as a, from a host to a, a, a guest. So that was very cool. And uh, you, you do a lot of things, you know, class acts. So I appreciate the fact that, that, yeah, you're with us today. So Walter, I just very barely touched upon, you know, what you do and how you serve your clients. Can you share with our listeners a bit more about how you serve your clients? I only work with CEOs and entrepreneurs who are, you know, just really frustrated with their sales organization. And usually there's one or two things that have bubbled up to the top that have just taken them to the point where they can't figure out exactly what's wrong with, with, uh, with the team and what they're missing. And we're able to um, engage with them and use our system to help them solve those problems. And what's fun is that we're solving problems that they didn't know they had. Um, so it's, it's sort of like, uh, it's a you know, it's terrible metaphor, but when you go to the doctor to, cause you got knee pain, right. And the doctor doesn't immediately jump in and start doing surgery on your knee. They ask you a couple of questions. They poke around a little bit, right. They might do a scan. And they realize it's not your knee that's the problem, it's your hip. And that's, there's a very similar aspect to, to what we do is that we you look under the hood, really, and, and help them see that it's not the knee. You have all these other little problems over here that if you don't fix them, you're going to continue to have that. And that's what we do. We have steps that we follow and um, try to make it uh, fun, but it's often uh, a little bumpy for some CEOs who have to look in the mirror and realize that they've been allowing certain things to happen. I would imagine. Yeah. And I think most business owners and CEOs probably, you know, that, that happens quite often. I would imagine that, you, you know, you've come across it over the years. So I, I mentioned that last summer, uh, after being a guest on your podcast, we started working together. You wanted to publish a book and we decided to publish a short, helpful book, a shook. I'm interested to know, because there's folks that are listening that should, Definitely want to get a copy of this book. Who did you write that book for, Walter? And what will that targeted reader get by reading it? I wrote it for that CEO, that entrepreneur who has 
a, a vision of what they what they wanted to create. You know, they they wanted to do their own thing for their own reasons, and they get stymied with what's going on with their sales organization. So I wrote the book to help them, and with your help and with your with your process, I was able to do what I wanted. So I didn't want to write a novel. Right. I wanted to give them, here's your problem. Here's why it occurs. Here's how to fix it. So I had a, a, a client read the book and he, 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 he's like, you didn't spare any words. You like went right, cut right to the chase. There's no extra words there. Um, and you told me exactly what I need to do. And he's like, you wrote this for like a CEO who doesn't want to waste time. And I think that's probably the best description um, somebody that wants to understand what the problems are in their sales organization, that CEO, but doesn't want to screw around with reading a big long, take a course, do something. It's like cut right to the chase. And that's what you helped me do. So just for further clarification, because again, if someone's listening to this and they want to know if they're the right fit with you, what size organizations are you typically working with, Walter? Like who's too small? Who's too big if there is a, a cap at either end? So that, yeah, th there is. It's a great question. Th those startups that are are trying to launch um, that really aren't sure if they have a viable product, right, that aren't really funded out, that's not a good fit for, for me. Um, and then those bigger corporations, the ones that have layers of management and committees that have to go through, I love working with the entrepreneur, the one who's, whose idea this whole company was about that can make decisions to move forward. I, I, I want that. So that, that size company is usually a small sales team. They may or may not have a sales manager because of a small team. They, they probably sell a, a product, maybe a professional service. They might even be a contractor, but they have these, these problems that they're, they're unsure of what's causing them and they're the revenue wise, it, it, it varies a little bit, but they're typically over 3 million. Um, they want to get to 10. They're doing 10. They want to get to 20. They're doing 15. They want to get to 30. Um, so those bigger corporations that have, I'm not a good fit. There's other people that, that can do, it can work with that and has, has the patience to work with all those corporate people very I'm more good. of an entrepreneur myself right yep so it's been a, a few months since your book was uh, released you, you and i were catching up before we hit the record button but i'd love to hear walter you know what impact the book has had so far whether it's with you know getting new clients raising your stature is, is there what's happened since you've released the book my mother-in-law looks at me differently <laughs> Better? I mean, it's slightly better. It's not great, but it's still better. She she had this incredulous look on her face when she saw the book on the coffee table. And she was like, you wrote a book? I'm like, why are you so surprised? <laughs> um, so uh, aside from the smart ass answer, I, I think what it's done is, is it's helped me articulate what problems I solve and clarified it, even in my own mind of who I serve and who I, who I'm best 
at helping and and who I'm not um, and how to how to explain that and it's it's a great it's a great tool it gives you credibility yes but it's a great tool to help somebody understand how you think and and your approach and you helped me keep the book to a size that was on point somebody can get through it quickly it is helpful um and and they're able to make make a determination without having to spend a lot of time with you know sorting through things um so i mean i think clarity is really um even more above credibility first of all you're not the first person i've had on this podcast to say that just a recent guest that shared the same thing and i wholeheartedly agree i mean the process of writing a book especially the way we work together and, you know, helping you uncover your target reader and what you want them to accomplish and, you know, what you want them to do after they read the book. And then just the process, your special sauce of what you do that's unique to you, you and your, your company, very valuable. Uh, it then te- definitely, you know, overflows into other parts of your business. And uh, it's one of those, I call it one of the hidden benefits of being a published book author, at least in the business genre, that um, it really does help you you know, narrow in and when you have to articulate who you serve and how you serve them in a succinct manner, it's not as easy as it might sound. So yeah, and you, and you did a great job there. And uh, so congratulations on that. And I also know, again, it's only been a few months since it's been out, but you've got a lot of things you've been working on. We're going to talk about it here in a second, book, a book funnel, a real book funnel, um, podcast guesting, you're obviously a podcast host. So let's talk a bit about your plan to use this book, Walter, to get in front of your target audience. It's important to realize that we're, I didn't write the book to make money on the Mm -hmm. book, right? It was one of the things that you shared early on. And I'm thinking, really, that's the thing that we, you're, why wouldn't we make money on the book? And once you, once you go through this process and you start to realize how you can work with the book, it, it allows you, it, it's like a door opener. Um, I'm older sales guy. So we used to go knock on doors and actually pick up phones that were attached with wires to walls, right? We would do, you know, use those, those devices. But I mean, I went and knocked on doors to go talk to people and we would have something called a lead behind, right? That would, you know, besides your business card, something that would intrigue the person that you were trying to, to, to meet. Now, I can still do that. I have a box of them books in my car that I can leave with somebody, but I can do that digitally and I can have a leave behind. I can get people to start to understand. Maybe it resonates with them. Maybe it doesn't, but it, it allows me to reach more people uh, uh, on a, on a cost-effective basis. But it, it, it'll, it gives me that opportunity to really help them see what it's like to work with with me and, and the company. Just out of curiosity, because I haven't listened to a recent episode since the book's been released. Do you, as a podcast host, do you have your show sponsored or do you mention the book offer in your own show yet? I've recorded a couple of offers that are supposed to be implemented into the podcast. Mm-hmm. So in theory, yes. Um, I, you know, the, the sales and cigars, uh, brought to you by Helix sales development or sales and cigars brought to you by, you know, the seven critical mistakes. So we're, we're working those in there. Um, 
some of the technical things. Uh, I think, I think if the to, to have all of those things lined up when you launch is a really important um, element of of doing doing a book, and um, that isn't complicated. It's not difficult. But if you don't line it up and knock it down and hit the domino and knock the next one down, then things kind of get stalled and snagged. Um, it's a great lesson. Well, you know, even myself, uh, and I still haven't done it, so you're even ahead of me. Uh, even my own podcast, we're up to 160-some-odd episodes, that, you know, that are already out there. Um, wow. So by the time this is released, it'll probably be up in the 180s. But <laughs> I never once mentioned my books on my own show. Like, oh, you like, Really? No. Like, duh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, it's sort of like the cobbler who, whose yeah. children don't well, have shoes. Right? as a podcast guest, which I want to talk to you about, I, I that's my offer, right? I, I, I give, uh, when I'm a guest, I'm, like when I was on your show, we offered, you know, your listeners a chance to read my, my uh, books for free. But yeah, it's like my own show. I don't, you know, so anyway, so good for you for doing that. But I know you're also now moving into more of a guesting strategy. I know you're at the beginning of that, but I think given your target reader and knowing there's a ton of good sales podcasts, CEO, you know, C-suite type of podcasts out there, for you to be on there and having this very specific book for them, I think it's a slam dunk, you know, strategy for you. It, it it's a, a, a that's the plan is to is to get on literally 150 business oriented podcasts and it, I want to be able to add value to that podcaster's audience and it's not the goal isn't to pitch the book per se it's to talk about how we can help um, and that's to me what sales is all about is is helping somebody. And if I can help, great. If I can't, that's fine, right? Um, we we can we can have a fun conversation. But it, having having targeting those podcasts, getting on those podcasts. Um, what, what what's interesting is that some podcasts, and I probably shouldn't say this, but some podcast hosts take themselves a little too seriously. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's like wow. Um, the, the amount of information they require, uh, that is easily accessible. They've got some, some of them have some silly rules. Um, but it, it's just like anything else, right? Um, some people are easy to deal with and some Mm. people aren't. Yep. Yep. And since we're talking about podcasts, just real quick, if someone's listening, I'm not sure if you're, you're looking for guests on your show, but who is an ideal, what type of person is the ideal guest for, uh, the Sales and Cigars podcast. Um, what what we're really trying to migrate to is to have have a CEO, have an entrepreneur, a senior salesperson that has a challenge that they want to discuss. Um, and we, we don't need to get into great specifics about their numbers and such, but we can talk about things at a high level and talk about a solution that that might a directional solution that might help them move the needle. Um, so it's almost it's, like a, a mini consultation. It sounds like is that what you're talking it, about? It's it's a it's a little bit of that hot seat, um, a little bit. Um, 
the other the other guest is somebody who um, can have an interesting conversation about sales or cigars. Um, I don't have a lot of scripted questions. I kind of make it up as I as I look at a guest. I had a um, had a guest on from Pennsylvania. He's the Olivia rep. Oh, did you? Yeah. That area. Um, it was. We didn't. We talked about sales. We talked about it in the context of his type of sales. We talked about some of the challenges that he has. So, you know, if you're if you're a CEO, if you're a salesperson, or if you're, you know, a cigar person, um, I I'm open to having a conversation um, and getting somebody on uh, to. If you have something you want to promote, I mean, we have we do that as well, um, but it's got to be relevant to my audience, which is mostly. CEOs, entrepreneurs, senior sales executives, and salespeople. Have you ever heard of a gentleman named Dave Garofalo in the cigar world? Dave no. Garofalo, I've got to introduce you to him. On a quick aside note, because I'll forget, I just wrote a note to myself to make sure. He owns several retail stores up in New England. Very, very successful man. Has his own cigar brand, like real, like he's world famous. And he is really the most outside-the-box cigar retailer, bricks-and-mortar retailer I've ever mm. met. I did an interview with him a couple of years ago. I mean, he would give away – he he'd had these once a year, these big, big, multi-hundred people parties. All his customers would come. He One year, he gave away a, ben, a Rolls Royce, like an older one that he bought, you know, and he gave it away. And he gives away these huge – now, I don't know if he's still doing it, but my point is – He's a sales guy, he understands customer service, and he understands marketing. And he's a cigar guy that's just really, really smart. I have to, I should Love make that introduction. Yeah, he's, you'd really like this guy, Dave Garofalo. That's a big part of it, is it as a customer experience in the sales world, is giving that that experience Amen. that's memorable that somebody wants to come back. Yeah. doesn't matter if you're helping somebody write a book or selling them a cigar. Well, hey, it's listen, and, and I don't want to, you know, because I don't know if you do it all the time or not, but you know, a very nice gift arrived in my mailbox a couple of weeks after I was on your show unexpectedly. And it was like, I, I talk about wow, you know, wow kits for books and all that. Like I went, wow. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I don't do a lot of sharing on Facebook and stuff like that, but I did on that. Cause I was like, it, a, it was smart on your part. B it was a cool gift. So, um, you know, so yes, you, you walk the walk there, Walter. I appreciate that. We try to, uh, try to, to en enhance the experience. Yeah, you did for sure. For sure. Um, now listen, this, this next question I ask most of my guests, I probably shouldn't ask you because I can't imagine what you would say, but um, I'd love to hear, you know, now that you've gone through this book publishing journey, the authoring, the publishing, now you're in the marketing phase, you know, what have you learned during this process that was something you wouldn't either mistake or a misconception that you didn't really realize that you wouldn't make again, Walter, going forward with if you were to ever do another book? I, I think the the idea and and you 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 pointed this out early in the process that it's but it's really like anything else in life. If you approach a book the way you approach doing something or learning something. It's about consistency, about developing a habit, right? That I didn't realize that I could accomplish what I accomplished in a short period of time with a level of focus, right? And what I, what I really didn't, I didn't anticipate 
was that the, the clarity that I mentioned earlier, I didn't anticipate that coming back. It wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be because of the process that you identify um, and, and help us through. Um, but it, you can't do it on your own. It's my just not so humble opinion because those early conversations that we had where you were like, Hmm, that's a, that's an interesting idea. Right. Which I learned was code for like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, but you steered me in the right direction. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's partnering up with somebody like you to, the, to, to have some guidance, just like any place else. Nobody gets anywhere in life that really, really excels without a coach without somebody giving them some support and guidance. Well, and it's the same thing you do for CEOs, right? It's, you don't see the forest of the trees and it's a cliche, but it's true. And, uh, I mean, you, you were very easy to work with. You were very, I mean, you, yeah, you were like, you know, a perfect client because you were, you went through it quickly and you did what you were supposed to do. So congratulations on that. And I, I hope 2023 is a great year for leveraging this thing and, and, and creating, you know, relationships with, you know, potentially new clients and helping others with, uh, what you do. So, so Walter, how can our listeners learn more about you? I think you have a gift for our listeners. Um, can you share all that information? Yeah. Um, I'll have, uh, in your show notes, but they can, there's a couple of things that they can do. They can go to the seven critical mistakes.com and for, and com forward slash resources, and they can get access to a bunch of helpful workbooks and ideas, right? That will just, even if they didn't read the book, all of this information will help them move the needle and solve problems. Um, but we can give them the book for free. Um, I will, I will uh, have a, it'll be the, um, the, the free uh, ebook, the flip book. Um, but if somebody really wants a hard copy of it and they say, Hey, I heard you on Capuzzi's uh, podcast and they ping me on LinkedIn, I'm, they'll get a book. Okay. Um, I'm just, I want to help out. And the thing is what I'm doing is I give them two books, one for them to read. And I don't know if somebody smart told me to do this. Um, I'm not sure who that was. Mike. Um, and then another book for them to give away to somebody that they think might be uh, worthy of reading. Good. So, And then sales and cigar podcast is out there. I guess it's on all the different players and stuff like that. Yeah, wherever you get podcasts, but you can find it on YouTube and salesandcigars.com. Very good. Well, Walter, it's great seeing you again. Congratulations, and uh, I, I really do appreciate your time today. Thanks. This was fun. Appreciate it. And to my listeners, thank you. And if you found this podcast helpful, please help me grow it by sharing with your network and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, this is Mike Capuzzi. Thank you for listening to the Author Factor Podcast. To learn more about Mike's unique short book publishing opportunities, please visit bitesizedbooks.com.